Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast, episode three of the From the Terraces podcast. I'm Rory Fallow, joined by Matthew Keeling. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. Happy weekend as well. We always Hello. record on Friday, five o'clock, getting the beers flowing. So even if you're listening to this on Monday morning on your way to work, oh, hopefully no. this is giving you that same sort of that same sort of energy. That's what I want. I'm sorry to hear that. If anyone is listening to this <laughs> on a Monday morning. We'll pet them up though. We 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 can be their their, their morning coffee. So it's nearly speak. Friday. It's nearly I Friday. Mean, even though people are back to work and the world's like beginning to turn again now, like the days still do feel a bit weird, don't they? Yeah, They're still a bit ill-defined. Yeah, I mean, I'm back in an office now, and I think it's only since really this week I've been uh, three weeks now, and it's only really since this week that you sort of really get the Friday vibe. Mm. Um, Do you think football being back helps? Yeah, a bit with I think that? so. <laughs> it's on every night, isn't it? but yeah, so, it's on every night. Like, there's I mean, thousands gonna... of games on all the time. Yeah. So. It doesn't quite have that because we are going to talk. But, but what is quite show. annoying though is like the choice of Friday night games have been rubbish. Tonight though, we've got good ones. Um, obviously, well, probably by the time you're listening, you'll know the result to at least one of these games. We've got the League One playoffs, Portsmouth Oxford as yeah, on as we're recording. Boring them though. <laughs> well, I guess we've got a bit of skin in the game, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. we're going to be so, just pissed the off about them to be honest. Game. Good luck to all involved. To be fair, it is the first legs. The second legs are much more exciting. You get much more hilarity in the second, or much more drama anyway in the the second legs. Well, you do if you're Cheltenham Town. Well, yeah, (laughs) as we evidenced last week. But good luck to all of the teams involved in, in the playoffs. Well, I'd quite like Oxford not to go up because I like Oxford as an away game despite the terrible stadium being. I'm going to, I think Fleetwood will go up. I'm fine with that. I went to Fleetwood and it was. A bit I've not boring. been. I just think they were the they were the best team that we played this season. As yeah, a, as, as Sunderland fans, this if anyone's is, forgotten, this is an early early tangent. But like, I think the worry around Fleetwood when the season was still going normally was that they would run out of steam, and mm. maybe the fact that they've had this sort of break could help them maybe from yeah. doing that sort of the they, opposite of what's happening to Leicester right now actually yeah, yeah they're very, very derailed I watched them uh, very close to being the right off of the week them yeah they were, they've been really poor they've not really scored um, obviously they've scored awful. one goal I think they've, they've, they've got have they um, but yeah they've been poor um, which is but strange. they're not our they're not our right off of the week we they're will not. get to our right yeah, off the week a soon. lot of candidates for right off the week but before we go on to that there was I wanted to talk about this and I wasn't I thought about maybe could it be best ever maybe could it be right off the week but it's just so bizarre I think it's just a category of it all <sighs> yeah and that's Tranmere's club statement this week which for anyone who hasn't seen it they've basically put a long about 500 word, if yeah. not more, club statement about an EFL Instagram post. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it's just, you, like, you are lost for words, which I, is bad for an audio medium. But, but it's just sort of bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, I like, mean, I, I get to read it three times. Yeah, so the And I still don't is, really know. <laughs> so... <laughs> At the end of May, the EFL, not Tranmere, at first I thought this was Tranmere's Instagram channel, but it's the EFL's Instagram channel, who, they did a post that referenced Tranmere Rovers League One, hmm. uh, League Two promotion into League One, 
in 2019 because mm. they went up in the they went up in the playoff final, didn't they? Of course, because Max yeah, Powers, yes. Max Powers' dad went to see Tranmere yeah. and then went to see Sunderland. He, he couldn't get the double, did. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Mike Dean as well, of course, celebrating for Tranmere. That was great. Big fans of that. Big fans of Mike Dean. Oh, on I the remember show. that semi final? That was amazing. Oh, when he was stood on the on the terrace, on the terrace funny enough, yeah. um, given it given it large. I think you would Absolutely have to. This is the only way to describe it. Good beard as well, Mike Dean, when uh, the football came back. Which yes. Yeah. Regrettably, he's gotten rid of now. Has he? Which no, is quite sad. Um, but of course, yeah, Tranmere, celebrity Tranmere fan Mike Dean. He, I wonder if he was. I wonder, I'd love to know his feelings on this bizarre Instagram Fear post. What, what happened was comments were obviously enabled, like any Instagram post would be. And this is where this thing gets really funny, where it says, screenshots show that yeah. at least 12 messages were left on the Tranmere post during the course of the morning on Saturday the 23rd of May. Like, it starts to get, like, really forensic it's, on this yeah. Instagram post. And, like, the pettier it gets as well. <laughs> they've, like, fully lost it, haven't they? Oh, they've gone. Because, obviously, Tranmere have been relegated on the way um, points per game's been worked out. So they've obviously a bit... You know, maybe the tinfoil hats are on. They're getting all the red string together to combine conspiracy theories. I mean, I, I get, I get all it. of the. I do get how aggrieved they are. I mean, it's. It, I think it ended up being point north points as point north four points. Oh, yeah. it was really and slim. It, and you do feel for them, but yeah, I have a word with him. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's worth just going. It's on tranmerovers.co.uk, the club website. But what, what the one thing... We plug in them really now. Like, we plug in yeah, Tranmere. Yeah, we plug in Tranmere Rovers' website, apparently. Um, you know, maybe go and give them a few, a few quid. They might need it now they're going into League Two. But, like, the next two paragraphs start with... The, the first one starts with, by 11am on that day. And then the next paragraph is, by around 12 noon. It's like a really it's underwhelming yes, episode of 24. Like, Someone's got nothing to do. Instead of like Kiefer Sutherland, it's Mickey Mellon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. The Wirral version of Twenty Four. Yeah, great. It's like I don't. It, it's like someone's been taken off furlough and they've realised there's not enough for them to do. <laughs> there's not enough content on yeah. the website. Can you can you can you look into this? And just go what? <laughs> can you write just... an article on it, please? I thought it was April the first when. Yeah, because. It's so detailed and there's so like many points. It's like that's obviously been done by a uh, let's say not paranoid but very mm. aggrieved board yeah. member, and that must yeah. have been ran by the media department. And they've surely gone Whoa, giving them the, the Gary sure Lineker. Should... Yeah, have a, have a, have a word, word with him. With him. I do, yeah, I, I like I say, I, I understand the agreement. I was, to be honest, aggrieved for them. That I had oh, yeah. when they when they went down, I had I think a couple. I follow a few Tranmere fans, and I think I'd sent. Like we were, we were annoyed that that we didn't get into the playoffs. I mean, yeah. to get relegated in that way. Oh was, God, yeah. They were, you know, like having seen what's happened in the championship, where I think a different per, a different team would have been relegated every hour. Had it, yeah, yeah, had it yeah. gone on points per game? Like one week it's Charlton, next week it's Hull, then it's Middlesbrough, then it's so you know like. I do feel for them, but yeah, someone's lost it. But like reading that that post and how detailed it is, I was kind of thinking if only they could put this much effort into maintaining their pitch. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Co- yeah. Come on, lads, the pitch is really bad. I mean, get the priorities right. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, the, the beach, the like beach, really that bad. Last... Yeah, very much have a word with him vibes. Yeah, I mean. 
maybe like that was taken into account on the points per game. Like if if your pitch is that bad, then oh, pitch was terrible. Come on, I remember that game we played against them? And I think you were just. I think you're getting through the game and you were pleased. Mm. Like, no I mean, one's... Man United had, had no bother with it. Can you remember when they played them in the FA Cup earlier in the season? Yeah, I was like, oh, the pitch could yeah. be a leveller. And it was like 3-0 to Man United I, after about 20 I, minutes. Didn't someone in the group chat that we've got, didn't someone bet a, a fiver on Tranmere? <laughs> like, I don't know, but I hope It's like did. four minutes in, and it was like 3-0. Gone. Great. But yeah, go go and have a look at, at, at that statement. It's just, it's a... It's just so League One is is the best way to describe it's, it. Like it's, it's, it's pure yeah. sky bet. It's great. It's it's fantastic. To yeah. be honest, can't recommend it enough. Can't plug it enough. But moving on to our best ever of the week, there was only, we only really had one person in mind. We were very definitive, oh. weren't we, on our best ever of the week? Yeah, a man who I'd never heard of. No, me neither. Until this week, and with good reason, to be fair, because yeah. our best <laughs> kind ever of why of the week. is the best ever of the week. I guess. <laughs> exactly, precisely. Tommaso Bernie, who you may have seen this week, as he has um, he signed a extension at Inter Milan, despite the fact that he's been there since 2014. Yep. He's 37 years old, backup goalkeeper. He has never made an appearance, and he's been sent off twice. <laughs> I mean. That's incredible. That's, that's our kind of player, isn't it? That's amazing. Like how I know, obviously, how he's been. I presume he's obviously on the substitutes bench and been, and been red carded. But for Inter Milan, yeah, like, for dissent both times. Is a is a two sending offs. Like as a as a number two goalkeeper, you you know, you, like in this country, we have we have the Richard Wrights, the Stuart Taylors. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, the Lionel Perez, um, and then, <laughs> but you've always got like this Scott Carson at Man City. It's like never really going to play, but you know, like you know, be a good pro probably for the a role yeah, model they, for the other goalkeepers. They're often really good in training. He's got, he's suspended quite, now. They tend to be like quite placid characters, though, as well. I yeah, think this just is like, like quite content to be on the bench and have a nice time. And <laughs> he's clearly not. I mean, he's obviously passionate guy. Well, is this not just a big difference between the Italians and the English? Yeah. Like, the fact that our third-choice reserve goalkeepers are just happy to be there, quite, yeah. like, chilled out, whereas the Italians, obviously, are living up with these stereotypes of being, like, fiery, sort of passionate. Because <laughs> one of the times he got sent off was, if I, I'm just going to get this up, yeah, he was dis- dismissed for dissent. You would usually think, ah, for a substitute, that's going to be after the that, final whistle, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like... 68 minutes! 68 minutes is when one of the red cards happened. A straight red card for dissent as well. What's he said? What's he said? He's gone full, um... <laughs> he, uh, oh, Ma- Ma- Matarazzi in Yes, the... that's what I was going to say. I forgot his name for a second. But again, an Italian player is this just living up to some stereotypes. What is he saying? I would Isn't love... Absolutely love to know. I'd love to know if he's got any yellow cards as well. <laughs> Yes, I would oh. bet thousands of pounds that he has. Well, the interesting thing about him is the f- like when I first heard him, I was like, oh, maybe he's just been like a jobbing sort of keeper around yeah, like- Serie A. And yes and no, like he's made. Well, I, f- I was saying this to you earlier that I wasn't going to reveal where his first oh, yes, professional contract was at because he did come through into Milan's youth system, Not but he didn't. Right? Didn't get offered a professional contract. And then he went for two years, yet never made a single appearance for them, obviously. He went to Wimbledon in 2001 <laughs> till 2003. Why? 
No idea, especially because he didn't make a first team appearance. But, but yeah, and then he came, he came back to it. Um, like, who would have been Wimbledon manager at the time? Joe Kinney. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I don't even care if Joe Kinney wasn't there. It was Joe Kinney, yeah. Probably got his name wrong as well. Probably called him like Rollo Tomasi. That rock band from the mid, mid to, late 2000s. Oh, great. This is fantastic, this, by the way. Yeah, so he never made an appearance for Wimbledon. He did make 82 appearances for Ternanek. Got a move to Lazio, where right. he, was, he was there for five years. Eight appearances. <laughs> right. Went to what? Braga, one How many appearance. red cards? Um, I don't think any red cards there. I'm only going off... So I only have appearances and goals here so right, far. Right, right. Obviously no goals. That'd be remarkable. Eight, eight appearances, but one goal or something. Um, Wait, went better, to Braga, better, one better appearance. Better than some of our strikers, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's a regular Charlie White, you could say. Um, Sampdoria, again, another good club. Three appearances. <laughs> me. Torino, he was there for 2013-14. No appearances. Is he Rick Stein? He just, yeah, he just goes to all these... Yeah, if he's really into food as well, like, then we know, don't like, we? Fair play. He's in Milan at the minute. I plugged Milan last week. You did, you did, you did indeed. Um, but maybe he's, you know, like Benoit Asuokoto, who doesn't particularly like, like football. football. He just happens to be really good at it. So I like that. that's though. his career. Maybe he's just like that. Like He's not particularly yeah. ambitious, but he's good enough on the training ground not to use in an emergency. So. Well, he's not available now. Well, no, but he's getting two hundred grand a year, like Is allegedly. Anyway, fair like fair play. that's all right, isn't it? Living in Milan, oh, getting a hang about with Ashley Young and Victor Moses and Victor. Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. I heard someone the other day referred to him. Um, Borja Valero. Borja Valero as well, of course. Someone referred to Milan as Man United B the other day. Oh, right. I can't remember where that was, so apologies if that was a tweet from someone I saw. Apologies. Really funny. Apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, he hasn't played, um, he hasn't made a professional appearance since 2013. He's going to be probably rusty, I would say. You would think, wouldn't you? Seven years. I really hope he doesn't even play in pre-season friendlies, like when like everyone gets a game. <laughs> yeah, like they play like the Orlando Pirates. <laughs> Not even a peer in there. Yeah. But oh, yeah, he... Really, I hope he has to come on. Oh, imagine. Well, right, when it's a Champions League final. Imagine <laughs> if now there was an injury when he suspended when he and he miss, misses his big chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd feel bad oh, if Oh, no. Maybe he'd be delighted if that happened, actually. Maybe he wouldn't be able to handle no, he'd it. He'd probably be for the best, if we're honest. Yeah, you like, would think. Especially with his temperament. Gets sent off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tommaso Bernie, firmly our best ever of the week. Um, write-off of the week. We had quite a few suggestions, didn't we, for our write-off yeah, of the week? Yeah, we did. Uh, all of which I could, I could get on board with, to be fair. Agree. Um, Gary Craggs, he got in touch at Craggs Speaks in Max Power. Um, which obviously, as Sunderland fans, we're we're big advocates of Max Power. Not to be written um, off, though. He was obviously best ever. Yeah, obviously best ever. Um, Lewis at Newt Fever, obviously a friend of the show. Wiseman say contributor as well. Our, our sister show, if you will. Mm. Um, he said. He said. Uh, I'm going to read out his spelling mistake. He said Patrick Bamford. So that's Lewis Patrick, written off for his right. spelling mistake. Um, saying he missed the city because of the stadium lights, which yeah. I didn't realise that happened midweek. Um, he, fell over, he just fell over. Yeah, drew one one. As I, had over, I had over two and a half goals on that game as well. Oh. Thanks for that. It's Patrick. like we've 
we've mentioned Leeds on the first two pods, so we like try not to mention them this week, but there's just something hilarious that happens with them all well, the time. They just drag us back in. Like Patrick Banford seems to Patrick be Banford, a, yeah. seems to be like at the forefront of most things that are going wrong for Leeds at the minute. But he wasn't the only one, apparently. Um Costa, who plays for Leeds, he um he blamed the, the well, stadium lights. What do they as well. suggest? Turn them off. Because I mean be funny. Playing for fluorescent kits, get the orange ball out. Yeah. Be all right, right wouldn't fair it? Fair enough, yeah. Um, but that isn't our, our write-off. We had other suggestions Can as someone well. Someone suggest VAR. Yes, um, a bit unusual, but I like it. At be like it. Says, need to write off the handball law slash VAR after mm. the Spurs goal disallowed yesterday. Which is true. Like We, we yeah. did write I... off VAR in the first episode, but... You felt for Luke, uh, Lucas Moura well, there, didn't you, in the Spurs-Sheffield United game? Exactly. Like, he's got arms. <laughs> he can't, like, like get rid of his arms. Like, that's just, you know, it's a thing that's happened to him. He's been that's born just... with arms. Like, <laughs> that's a thing that's happened to him. It's Unfortunately. Un- it's, like... It is I, with regret I have arms. I think it, it's being used. <laughs> it, it's being used literally, VAR, which is the issue. Yeah, like they said it, that it's on supposed the, to be there to help. They said that on the commentary, didn't they? It's like really frustrating. Like the letter of the law is correct, yeah. but it's the way well, it's they, being implemented. They, I mean, the West Ham goal the other night, it just it didn't hit him. Yeah, it but because it happened to David Moyes, yeah, like well, that, that, I'm not including that in being a write off because no, yeah. and, and they won the game anyway. Actually, so you know, it so, worked out. Yeah, for him, didn't it? but, but uh, that was ridiculous. Taking three and a half minutes or whatever it was, and then and then so like so they had, there was three and a half minutes it took for that, and there was. A drinks break and yeah. two goals and there were three minutes of additional time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a flaw. Like, There's a flaw in the officiating right there. You know, I mean, come on. You've like, got well, literally least... your fourth official and the referee, you kind of got one job there between you. Yeah. First like, off, like, for, that's at least four minutes, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, it's at least three and a half. But we're not writing off VAR. Um, a little mention as well, it's, it's, it's a little bit too serious for us, but the situation at Wigan yeah. is suggested um, by Chris, our our overlord, the big boss of From the Terraces, um, and their whole ownership thing, which seems very dodgy. There's a really good... Um, Twitter thread um, and yeah. apologies I can't if you search Wigan on Twitter I'm sure it'll come up but it's, it's definitely worth reading up about um, Best it's really insane yeah the, actually on that Twitter thread um, the guy who did it was suggesting if you've got a few quid you could buy a cardboard cutout and that, that money apparently does go directly to the club so worth check, worth checking out right. the thread but oh, okay. a bit too serious for us to yeah, make we'll fun of now, but, yeah. Yeah, but then again ho- ho- hopefully you know the charitable donation Sunderland made to them for Will Grigg um, yeah. off, yeah. offset some <laughs> of the the um the badness the, that's coming their way um and the other suggestion we had was from Jim at Jimmy Ray Jimmy with with three M's that I only noticed today again oh, a contributor to, to right. wise men say he suggested VAR as well um and the fight um in the Luton Swansea game where oh, Luton's number sixteen yeah. does a little pogo really funny um and we also someone suggested ah. Oh, Losing the thread for oh yeah sorry this is what I was um, talking about from at be like it he suggested two apologies um, as well as VR he suggested um, that the best ever for him could have been the disrespect in Ancelotti's who yeah, when he was asked about uh, releasing Luke Garvey that's a who <laughs> it doesn't know like surely you must it must have been ran by him must been it? there for like twelve years. <laughs> 
Ancelotti's been there for a while now. I know. Like, it's I mean, not like he's just walked through the door. It's the way, like, you'd be... I love Ancelotti, and, like, you'd be... You'd be you'd, you'd, even if you hadn't heard of, like, the play, you'd be like, oh, well, you'd, the biggest stock statement you could put out... You'd style it out, wouldn't uh, you? I wish him the best. You know, he's a good pro, etc. I wish him all the best for the future. He leaves yeah. a lot of good wishes. There you yeah. go, Carlo. Yeah, you've just like, done that. <laughs> You've got nothing to do with everything. Like, like, Tell you wouldn't have done that, Matthew. Joe Royal, he wouldn't have done he that. He wouldn't have done that. The great man himself. <laughs> Big fans of Joe Royal oh, on the pod. Um, Luke Garber, to be fair, like did respond to it, like laughing about it on yeah, Twitter. So at uh, least yeah, he saw the funny side of it, which I, I guess, I guess you would. Um, but we did. We settled on a write off of the week, which it. It, it just fits as well because they've been so terrible since yeah, um, the Premier League restarted. Is Bournemouth? Dear me! Like, ah, again, not good for an audio medium. Uh, but I know they've been in trouble and they've not been great, like well, for all season. But I was looking at their form before um, before the the break. They did get beat off Liverpool in their last game, but they yeah. drew. 2-2 against Chelsea not long before that. They, mm-hmm. got, they got a win over Villa on, on the 1st of February, 2-1. Um, in January, they beat Norwich 1-0. Um, Big win. You know, they, got, they beat Brighton as well, so they were beating teams yeah. around them. And to be fair, they're only a point off relegation, but since football came back, they've been beating 2-0 off Palace, 1-0 off Bournemouth, and then 4-1 against Newcastle yeah. on, um, on Wednesday just gone, which was appalling, wasn't it, Matthew? The, I mean, I, um, the... The first goal. I mean, Newcastle played well. To be fair, I watched. I think I watched. They were very sec- clinical. Yeah, yeah, I watched the second half, and it could have been. It could have been eight 0 well, They should missed. have had it. Um, they should have had a fifth. Well, they should have the right at the end when yeah. Isaac Hayden um, ah. blazed one over the ball. Yeah, was it yeah. Isaac Hayden? Yeah, he was doing his best Dwight Gale impression. Hey, he scored uh, though. He did. <laughs> well, that goal I was going to mention. That goal was that the one you sent the still from. No, but the defending for Dwight Gale's goal, where they just they lose the ball, they lose the just, ball, but like really badly. It's almost and then like just give, give up, up, don't they? Yeah, the the like way it, they lose the ball was like that's a team that look gone. And as Sunderland fans, we have seen that like, heads gone. Like that yeah. is like we've seen teams like look like that in most of our seasons and. <laughs> Most of our seasons, <laughs> it's true. It is true. It's it's a it's a terrible thing, and um, yeah, the, the Bournemouth to me have gone, and but that still you sent that defender yeah, for their second. We'll tweet goal. it out actually. Yeah, um, I think it was an article from maybe the Times which shows um, Longstaff's goal, the second one. Obviously, Sit Maxim cuts in from the left and puts it across, and there's about. Not exaggerating, I think, saying, including the keeper, seven players, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe well, well eight in the bo- of, yeah. eight Bournemouth players, rather, yeah. in the box. Six, yeah, seven players, probably, I would say, off the top of my head. And just all pretty much in the wrong place. Yeah, they, you couldn't, like, they couldn't be in less effective places. Like, <laughs> like less, that, all, that is it, yeah. You've got, I like, get men behind the ball. Well, yeah, but they're not. They're only behind the ball because of the line. They're not actually behind the ball in any <laughs> They're way. They're not doing anything, are they? Uh, no. It, it, I, I couldn't believe they. You know, they've always played Bournemouth like reasonable. 
attacking football. Like they've, and I think yeah. they've, got, they've got away with the defending a lot because of they would score goals. Like they'd, Callum, they'd, they'd well, win. Callum Wilson and yeah. Brian Fraser was it was this season, and, wasn't and Josh it? Josh King they, as well. Their link up play between Fraser and Wilson was. Yeah. And did Fraser have the most assists at one point as well yeah. this season? I think he did, and he's he's obviously gone now. Oh know? yeah. Um, so you turned down a new a new deal. Yes. Um, well, that's the thing, isn't it? That squad, if they go down, will because there's some talent in there. Obviously, um, David Brooks as well. Yeah, who, Brooks and the were, who they were quite glad about the season being delayed because he got he was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. He's back to well, fitness that, now. I like, but that um, squad's going to get picked apart, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, I, I like. Obviously, we were just saying about the defender, but I like Nathan Ake. He's really good. Um, obviously, Chelsea. I think. Um, yeah, he was. You wouldn't be surprised to see him go to, to like an Arsenal. Um, a good sign yeah. for Arsenal. Um, or even, yeah, someone back to Chelsea. Like you know. back to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea getting forty million would be a bit would be a bit Chelsea. Yeah, of them. I think they paid about twenty five million for him. Yeah, they so. did because he was on loan there first, wasn't he? But yeah. there is talent in there, and obviously <laughs> they they all have wonder. funny, funny, boring names, don't? Yeah, they, is, you do wonder about good. Bournemouth. Like I know Villa paid a reasonable amount of money for him, but like Tyrone Mings would surely improve that back line. Yeah, but he yeah. never really. I was probably a fresh start for him, I guess, at Villa. Um, but. but that is that is a mistake, and I think that's been. Uh, I always kind of think Eddie Howe's a little bit overrated. I've mm. never been a huge fan of him. I think maybe a bottom half Premier League manager is his, which you know, as a Sunderland fan, I would love a bottom half Premier League manager. Mm-hmm. But I think he was hyped up a little bit too much yeah. because, like you were saying, Bournemouth played quite attractive football. Yeah. But they've also been shipping goals. It doesn't seem like uh, yeah, he can move his teams like, yeah. on very, very further up using that style of football. They've been poor for well, the last couple of seasons, really. Yeah, um, it just annoys us when like they get a bit of a free pass because the football's so called attractive. But someone like Sam Allardyce will get called a dinosaur yeah. because he just you know plays uh, sort I of the percentages. The, uh, I think the job. Um, it's Wolves. I know they spent reasonable money, but it's all Bournemouth. And the, the, um, you know, that Wolves has brought them from League One to the to the Premier League, and I think they'll finish fourth. Do you reckon? Oh, yeah, they especially with Leicester. Fa- actually, with uh, Leicester's Leicester, form, uh, they look fantastic. Wolves. Yeah, um, they are prone to losing a stupid game, though. Well, you know what was really funny? You know how Leicester, um, oh sorry, not Leicester, Liverpool obviously got smashed off Man City five 0 the other night. It's kind of like a sort of different, slightly different version of. But can you remember when we'd already been relegated and Wolves yeah. like were going up as champions and we beat them three nil? I think that's <laughs> like, I saw it. Yeah, I Wolves saw it. would rotate their squad a bit, like probably all a bit hungover. Very similar vibe with Liverpool's performance. I thought against Man City. I saw, um, I saw a tweet today and I think a Wolves fan had said I can't really laugh too much because this happened when we won the league yeah. <laughs> it was like and it was like Ashley Fletcher <laughs> yeah. Ovi Azaria and Paddy McNair Paddy, Paddy McNair, McNair well. yeah and oh, Wolves that was a banter game that Wolves just it was red hot and Wolves just took their goalkeeper off yeah, they did. Really funny. They just again, they clearly didn't care. And I've, I've got a lot it of time could have been six 0 That to be fair, yeah. we hammered them. Played, replayed, really. It was yeah. a, possibly our best performance all season. And well, for we were, many years. We were already, yeah, we were already relegated. Haven't played as well since. Just as we were written off, then Bournemouth have been written off now. Um, so I'm guessing, Matthew, do you agree that they're they're going to go down? Bournemouth? I think I think they've gone. Yeah. 
think they've gone. Obviously, Norwich as well. Norwich have um, actually gone pretty much. Who do you... Qu- quickly, knee-jerk reaction, who's taking that third relegation spot in the Premier League? This is like some serious proper football. I know, yeah. I like this. Uh, who's who's going to take the... Um, Say someone stupid. <laughs> uh, Liverpool. I think it's going to be Leicester. Uh, <laughs> I, think uh, gonna I, 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 I think it will be Aston Villa. Yeah, the bottom three staying as it is. See, did you, well, yeah, I just can't. They don't score enough goals, and Grealish can only do so much. Yeah, their form is like well, it's terrible. It's, like they're, the they're chucking leads six. away. Like, yeah, the last six games have lost four, drawn two. Bournemouth's quite similar, actually. They've lost five, drawn one. Losing like, a lot at home, Villa. I know it doesn't mean yeah. so much now, but. Their home form's yeah, terrible. but what Watford as well? I, I think West Ham are probably going to be all right now because they've. Yeah, that that was. I, I think that was about big. Watford actually. They were poor the other day against Southampton. Yeah, I they think were it's now between great. Southampton. Now yeah, brilliant. weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's between Watford and Villa for that for that third spot. But Bournemouth. Maybe, do they off. have to play each other? Because if they do, that could be a huge um, game. We haven't got time to look into that. Well, I don't. I know Watford are playing West Ham, um, which could could be interesting um, mm. at some point. I think that's a bit later in the well, like last couple of games, maybe. Um, I don't know if they're playing each other. Let's just say that yes, they are Great. playing each other. Last game of the season. Oh boy! Um, and one of them is going to start with a goal head start as well. Oh, going to flip a coin for that, and then the other team gets a penalty. One gets a goal, one gets a penalty. Right, Just right. to make this a bit more, like, obviously stupid because we've been a bit too serious. Yeah, there. we have, to be fair. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. No, me neither. So let's have a little break um, and try and get our stupidity back. And when we come back, we'll look back at some European Championship action of the past. Yes. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast. Before we move on to our little look back, um, just a little plug for the social media channels. You can follow From the Terraces on Twitter at from underscore terraces. You can follow the podcast at Terraces Podcast and the Instagram from the Terraces is from underscore the underscore terraces. And we've been saying that we need to get a discount code. Chris, our overlord, he's finally given us one, hasn't he, Matthew? He has, yeah. It's great, isn't it? It is great. The discount code is all capital letters, best ever, and then the number 10. So that's best ever 10, just make sure it's all capital letters and then one zero. How many, um, how, many percent, how many percent do you get off with that code? Um, I think it might be 90% off. 90% no, it's 10%, 10, it's 10% <laughs> off. It's 10, I've just heard Chris having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's 10% yeah, off. He's let us set up the discount code in the system. <laughs> it's free. Actually, yeah. we're going to pay you if you yeah. get something off the website. <laughs> um, but yeah, get yourself over to fromtheterraces.co.uk. Use best ever 10 to get 10% off. I had a, d- a jumper delivered to me today. And Matthew, I'm, you will attest that I'm wearing it right now. You are. Right. It's a, a lovely jumper. Grey. Lovely nice grey jumper. jumper. I've got my shorts. Got some to shorts. be honest, the weather we're having at the minute, it's more jumper weather than, than shorts. I know. I've say. already got a jumper though. From, uh, True, yeah. You should wear the jumper around the shorts. I <laughs> quite, like, quite like that vibe, to be fair. I may well yeah, do if that you don't one. have a, a shirt underneath, it's I may fine. well uh, wear that for the pub tomorrow. Ooh, cheeky. Don't say where, where we're going, though, because then too many people will come. And we, don't, we don't want that. Yeah, I'm not signing just... any autographs, not tomorrow. Yeah, true. Well, it shouldn't really, because then you're not you're not keeping one. No, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if you are going to the pub, be be sensible. Don't go. Don't six o'clock. Just go somewhere. Yeah, don't go as, at six o'clock. As you've said, Matthew, just go to the places you would usually go. Yeah, like and, support, and don't yeah. be stupid. Don't don't just think big 
Corporation pub is opening at 6am, I'm going to go there and not be yeah. able to go to my local. Go to your local and pub. And if it's too busy, just go on home, have a can, go, go home, later. Go, go later when it's, when it's quieter. Yeah, exactly. Don't be, a, don't be, don't be silly. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. But Come some silliness. You, actually, Matthew, you said to, to me earlier that you've got a good on this day for me. Yeah, um, I have. Yeah. So I, I did see on Twitter earlier that it was two years since England um, beat Colombia on penalties. Is yeah. it that? Uh, no, it's not. No. Oh. Oh, no. great. So on this day in 1969 um, was. It was the biggest explosion in rocketing <laughs> history. Not even great, not even football. Um, where the Soviet N-1 uh, rocket exploded <laughs> and destroyed it, destroyed its launch pad. Oh, um, did, it, did so anyone die? I don't oh, know. Died. Oh, let's say they didn't. I hope they didn't, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, it doesn't. <laughs> the rocket literally exploded. Um, we don't want to, yeah. So, yeah, that was the on this day. If anyone guessed that, then, well, you're better than I am. It's a little bit of a metaphor for Bournemouth season there, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Destroying <laughs> the launch but pad. This is, uh, well, the, the, what we're going to look back at now is kind of, earlier this week, um, it's, there's a little bit of an on this day vibe to this. As I'm sure you're all aware, we should have been well into the knockout stages of the European Championships now. And earlier this week was four years since Wales beat Belgium at Euro 2016 in the quarterfinals to move into the semi-finals. A great run as well, which no one expected. And a lot of people involved in this, isn't there, Matthew, who we are quite big fans of. Yeah, it's... (laughs) <laughs> it's a great squad, isn't it? And a great manager. Oh, well, yeah, first of all, the manager was obviously Chris Coleman, who we at the pod, huge, huge fans of. Yeah. Like, if you listen to any of the Wise Men Say podcasts, I mean, we've done, you know, specials like, which heavily revolve around Chris Coleman, but came in at an awkward time um, for, for Wales. Obviously, um, Gary Speed passed away and he... And the squad was obviously like on its on its knees at that point, and he came in and fostered this amazing team spirit, didn't he? Which was no yeah. one saw this coming think, at all. No, I think with Coleman, that's like t- obviously taking over from Speed was like such a difficult time for everyone. Yeah, and like to do that to get that team spirit back, like galvanize everybody, the whole country again. It's amazing. Like yeah, huge. and obviously. This is Wales's, well, it was their first visit to the European Championships. They hadn't been in a major international tournament since the 50s. They'd had all these, like, I think as a Sunderland fan, it's, or yeah. anyone listening who's like a fan of a sort of underdog club, it's very, like, relatable to, to look at their journey. There was times they narrowly missed out on um, USA 94, yeah. and there was all these tournaments they the nearly qualified. Um, did they lose to Russia? In the under Mark Hughes in the playoffs, yes, was that for like they did. Six World Cup, maybe. Or? Was that when they beat Italy as well in yeah, their qualifying group? Well, maybe that was, around probably, that time. It probably isn't because we've said it. Yeah, um, yeah, true. But they did. But again, but like it, there was there was that period, wasn't there, where they had obviously Ryan Giggs, Robbie Savage, John Hart, and Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy, like, yeah, Gary arguably, Speed. Yeah, yeah, like arguably. With like Bale and Giggs as your ov- obvious comparisons, arguably a better squad than what Chris Coleman had. Yeah. 
and people say, well, it was a 2014 tournament for Euro 2016. Wales qualified. I think they would have qualified anyway. Um, Did they win the group? I don't know if they won the group, but I think they came second. So I don't think... uh, They did kind of like stumble a little bit, but I think they would have been fine anyway. I'm pretty sure they didn't go... um, to a playoff I don't um, think they went to a playoff no no I'm pretty sure they didn't um, so they went to the tournament obviously we, we, we're going to look mainly at that at that Belgium game but just a little run through of their um, the, the sort of run they had they beat Slovakia Bale and yeah. Robson Carnu scoring scoring um, in a 2-1 victory um, they did lose to England of course Daniel Sturridge oh, yeah. scoring that last minute goal with them after Bale gave them a lead Two free kicks for Gareth Bale as well, which is just very like almost stereotypical, isn't it? Yeah, the um, I mean the England one should never have gone in, should it? That was bad goalkeeping from from Hart. Very poor goalkeeping from a man who um, doesn't have a club anymore, Joe no. Hart. This well, week, you know, we'll come on to another man without a club in a minute. <laughs> oh yes, we will. Well, we 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 gave him a little mention there, um, Hal Robson, Carnu, and then I think this is where because they could have easily like faltered after the England defeat last minute, but again that team spirit Coleman had yeah. built. They played Russia. Yeah. England failed to beat if you yeah. drew 1-1 and turned them over they won 3-0 yeah. 2-0 after 20 minutes Bale scoring again Ramsey scoring um, Neil Taylor scoring a really nice goal but they won the group didn't game. they? yeah they won the group they went through a 6 points England 5 um, Slovakia on 4 points Russia exited um, just on a point Slovakia went through on um, obviously 3rd place oh, best yeah, place 3rd place teams yeah went through um, beat Northern Ireland 1-0 in a pretty underwhelming game um, Gareth McCauley one goal, goal yeah. the, the West Brom centre-half and star of many a fantasy team he was always really good in fantasy football Gareth yeah. McCauley because he would like get a lot of set pieces and like under Pulis West Brom would like be alright for a clean sheet now and again he yeah. would play a lot despite being like 50 years old I was going to say he played when he was thousands yeah, how actually how old is he now? I think he's, he's retired like, now he's like he'd be, he'd be 40 now I would say you would think. I hope he's not retired. Let's have a let's have he a quick is. little Gareth sure McCauley segue. He is forty years old, so I hope he is. But he was playing in two thousand and nineteen. He was at Rangers. Yeah. Made seven appearances in the eighteen nineteen season. Um, so fair you know, play. didn't renou- announce his retirement until thirtieth September, where he was aged thirty nine. So fair play to Gareth fair McCauley. Nice but you did score an own goal at the Euros to knock uh, your own your not own your team own out. But yeah, they went to obviously against Belgium who you were talking before we start recording, Matthew, about how they were very England, yeah. like under Sven Goran Eriksson at the time, weren't they? Yeah, very much so. Like, they're very... Like, underachie- to be honest, like, underachieved. Um, yep. They were the, the classic team of individuals. Mm. Um, yeah, like, we went through the team before this, but you had, like, really great players in there. De Bruyne, Axel Witzel... Um, Lukaku, Hazard, Hazard. Alderweireld, they all started against Wales. That is like a quality squad, like compared to not not to well, be like too harsh, but you look at some of the names in yeah, the in the Wales side, like James Chester, Neil Taylor, Chris Gunter, Hal Robson, Carnu, even like solid. Like, yeah, just solid. Hal Robson, Carnu didn't have a club, and I think was even playing in the championship before was that. Was Redding? Yes, well, yeah. yes, he was. Yes, of course. Like. You know, a decent career, but <laughs> in 198 appearances for Redden, he only scored 24 goals. I know he sometimes played like out on the wing. Yeah, but you know what I mean? 
you know, even for that position, lead the line in Euro two thousand sixteen, you'd probably do a great job. He did. He just he got the best out of this team. You know, that had a really. I think you've you said you've seen it, haven't you, Matthew? The documentary um, yeah. "Don't Take Me Home," made by I think it's called Johnny Owen, the guy who made it, who was like a proper like Wales fan. I think like went and watched them like you know home and away, very passionate. And again, like if you're a supporter of a team like Sunderland, you do quite identify with the underdog who, ha- but who have lots of fans and who will be ah well at least we outsung them. Which I know yeah. some people think of is a bit small time, but it's like. No matter what happens, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, and it's like so the when identity it, when it thing, goes, isn't it? Yeah, when it goes beyond your expectations, like you almost can't comprehend it, can you? Nah, like it's almost because you think it's never going to happen. Like you think, oh well, you do. Like t- nations like that, I find they're very much more like the club sides. Yeah, um, yeah. you have it with like Scotland are very similar. Just obviously hasn't really happened for them. Just, just, but, but uh, terrible. But yeah, <laughs> more like, they, they are, like, arguably. Dogs gone mental here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, very much like a, a club sort of mentality, and I think it's the disbelief almost. Yeah, you think well, got it. We're actually we're actually winning things. Yeah, and it's and it's when like you go. Like, I wonder how many Wales fans when um, we're skipping a little bit ahead, but when they go two one up. After you've like gone mental, as we like to say, and then you settle down, you think, "Shit, we we have to hold on to this now." Yeah. And I and I can't handle that for like when when they made it two one, there was yeah. how many minutes to go? There was fifty five minutes gone. I couldn't so deal with, with stop that. with stoppage time. You're looking at you're looking at forty minutes there. I could, yeah, like I would be. I'd almost rather we didn't score. Yeah, that, and again, that's that mentality. I just can't stand used, it. Like you're used to having that, aren't yeah. you? Like I can handle defeat and handle getting just, murdered. Oh but can yeah, I like, having I'm, me heartbroken. I'd almost rather if you're gonna if I'm not gonna lose, I'd rather lose four <laughs> 0 I couldn't. I'd, I couldn't like take. I mean, what happened to us in the playoff final, and it's just oh, the God, worst. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it's happened. Like. I think I'd rather lose on penalties than lose in the last minute. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Because penalties is just pure like luck, pure chance. The last minute is like, uh, <sighs> I'd, I think I'd rather lose on penalties. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather lose on penalties. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were saying you'd rather lose in the. Last oh, minute. you man, were you listening? <laughs> I was listening. I was listening. I'm always listening. I'm always listening to you, Matthew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Always rather. I just go like the last minute is just such a kick in the. T- oh, it's like. Yeah. Oh God. We've all again. We've all suffered that really, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but the game itself against Belgium, and um, obviously we've talked through the lineups. Granted, Belgium did have Jason Denier playing at centre half, who, as Sunderland fans, we know, isn't that great of a player, and also no. isn't really a centre half. He played that no. in midfield, or was part of a back three sometimes, didn't he? Yeah, I like he. He was, you know, quite well. He was highly rated, and he's still playing in the Champions League. I think he's at Leon. Um, oh, he's at Leon. I thought he was because did he go to Turkey, Jason Denier? I'm, I'm probably wrong. He is sure. Leon, yeah, you're right. He is at Leon. Yeah. Well, well done, good Jason Denier knowledge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember him. Obviously, we had him. What you saying? He was very much like 
felt he was doing us a favour, I thought. Yeah, he, he had good... I didn't you know, hate The bar him, was very was low for Sunderland. Those, yeah. if you're listening, you know Sunderland fan, yeah. he was with us. He came to us that summer, actually, um, when Sunderland had David Moyes as manager. <laughs> he came on loan from Man City, and we were a terrible side. He was probably one of the better players, but that didn't He was clearly talented. Much. But didn't like, he didn't do much. himself a lot of favours with his attitude, I think. Um, no, no, yeah, that's true. He kind of gave up by given half up. of the season. Yeah, I showed the manager after two <laughs> games. After so. two games, yeah. Yeah, at least Denier gave us half a season. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the game was itself, Wales-Belgium, was quite back and forth, which I was watching the highlights earlier. And I kind of forgot got that really i remember it being like a good game in terms of, like the moments of it but yeah i remember watching it um i was saying before i watched it in the blue bell and i'll mean nothing if you're listening not in sunderland yeah um <laughs> uh, the blue bell is a pub <laughs> pub in, in Fullwell. if roker park was still there you could have had a pint you could in have blue bell you could have yeah and been about um, 10 minutes from from your yeah, not spot in for your spot on the terraces if you like <laughs> it's very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember watching it, and then the atmosphere was great. Like, it was almost like I think a few people before the game were like, "Oh, I hope they get beat," because I think you know, there's yeah. obviously like there's a lot of the I think a lot of England aways and stuff. Are like, oh, no, like because England were out and crap. Yeah. So I, hope, I hope obviously I wasn't fussed either way, and I think as the game got on, everyone's like, "I hope they hold on." Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really weird. I was watching it like as more of a neutral. It was kind of like, oh, it would be, it would be a like canny if they went through. But exactly what you say. The more the game went on, and especially like because obviously they went one 0 down. Yeah. And scores scored a beauty early on. Rocketed well. it in. Yeah. Thirty minutes. But it was only again go back to that resilience and that team spirit that Chris Coleman had built for them. Um, they were leading for less than twenty minutes. Ashley Williams yeah. scored a header. Great celebration as well because the joy in Ashley oh. Williams' face. It, again, we talk about these like just good. You know, um, Williams had quite a good stint in the Premier League um, yeah. for for Swansea. Good centre half but, now. Bristol City now. Yes, yes, of course. Um, you know, but a good, honest pro. But gets this massive moment in the quarterfinals of a major international oh. tournament. Like powering ahead of past Tibo Courtois, and they're just the joy on his face, and all the players rush to each other, and that's just for an equaliser. Ah, no. And then it went. It was one-one at half time, wasn't it? Was one-one at half time. Ten minutes into the second half, came saying, yeah, the moment what a of. Goal. I mean, he has to be our random player of the week, doesn't he? Hal Robson, oh, absolutely. Can't I mean, that goal. It was like again in a moment of disbelief. It was like he's taken yeah. three. Defenders out of the game. That it's Cruyff. The, it's amazing. That's the best example of that I think I've seen. The um, apart from in that, Cruyff. <laughs> apart from Cruyff, well, that's it. It's better than Cruyff. There's an outlandish opinion for oh, this week's show. Um, but in that documentary, "Don't Take Me Home," they do like they incorporate like music quite well into it. And I can't remember what the song is, but you know where it goes, dun, 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 oh, dun. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, like yeah. repeats him doing the turn over the oh, beats of that, great, and it works. Yeah. It's worth watching the documentary for that alone because it like just keeps like the like the dun on like <laughs> that's a great description on like Isn't each of his. Dogs just trying yeah, to get big fan of Hal. You should rename the dog Hal Robson. Car. I might name full name. Full title. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, full name. Imagine shouting after your dog, Hal Robson Canoe. 
<laughs> down the beach, great. And then Hal Robson Carnu just happens to be walking past. Yeah, he turns and runs over. What, what do you want? What do you want? Oh, <laughs> no, right, sorry, yeah. I'm, shouting after, I'm shouting after me dog, actually. All right, fair enough, runs away. Can you sign me dog? <laughs> great. Um, but, yeah, that turn, that how cool the finish is as well. Oh, after just that turn, twats it past him as well. It's just, oh, it's beautiful. And then after that Belgium really start ramping it up. Fellaini misses a good chance. Fellaini's one of the people actually takes out with that turn, along with Jason yeah. I can't remember who the third is, but Fellaini's one There's of them. There's a company. Was he even No, playing? company wasn't playing the centre-half, so Denea and Toby Alderweireld, I think. Um, and I was watching the highlights, I think, in the commentary, it said he was injured or suspended. Yeah, he often, often was. Yeah, because he, he didn't even come on off the bench. The subs who came on for Belgium were Fellaini, oh, Dries I love companies, great. And Batuai, although you wouldn't bring a defender on anyway. Um, I just don't have the list of Yeah, protect <laughs> You know, you want to keep your dignity against well, <laughs> yeah. Belgium. Um, but yeah, they were battering them and battering, which leads again in Don't Take Me Home. I can't rec- recommend that documentary enough. If you've not seen it, it's one of the best, not just football, but like sports films, yeah. documentaries I've, I've ever seen. Um, Chris Gunter gets the ball with um, how long ago? In, on the 86th minute. So you're thinking... To full back quite far up the pitch, <laughs> well into the final third, keep it in the corner, and the camera is on Chris Coleman, and you clearly see Chris Coleman mouth, don't cross that fucking ball, Christopher. <laughs> and Chris Chris Gunter, he fucking crosses that ball straight onto the head of Sam Vaux. What a header. Lovely header, looping over into the far oh. corner. No right to score from there. I just remember Robbie Savage going absolutely mental. <laughs> yeah, not I love that though, not hiding that. <laughs> like, right. I, I don't like he's not the most popular person, is he? But like no one could deny him that moment. It was like no, absolutely not. That's what you want. Like you want a real sort of reaction. He just didn't don't... care. How he didn't swear. Oh god, yeah. Is it that, I mean, that is some professional impressive actually. Yeah, like, fair play. But going back to what we were saying about like how when you have to hang on to a lead in that sort of game against a side that, you know, on paper has better quality, that moment there where it's like, oh my God, we're, we're actually going to do it. We're actually going to win. Again, if you, maybe if you're a supporter of like Liverpool, Man United, whatever, you can't really no. relate to that. Maybe now and again, but not like, like if you're a Welsh fan or, you know, supporter of a crap club like we are. <laughs> That's it, what you do it for, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, but it's three 0 I mean, sorry, it's three one. Would you? I, as a Sunderland fan, I still would be like, "Nah, we'll chuck it away." Well, Remember, like, like the first three 0 at St James's Park, we beat Newcastle under De Canio, and it was like I was just waiting for us to like we were three 0 up, and it was like, "Can't we're going to chuck it away?" We're definitely going to chuck this away. I really want the dog to go away. <laughs> he is, he is. I think he just agrees with you, to be fair. But, like, we've got, like, a running joke, like, between, like, in, like, my family at matches, because my dad would seriously say, like, we've scored too early. Or, like, if if we're winning 1-0 and it gets into stoppage time, he would say things like, well, we'll at least get a point now. And that's, yeah. when that, and that's probably what you're thinking when it gets to like 86 minutes. Like, well, we'll get extra time now. Yeah, so, so when so that true. third goal goes in, is like, oh, th- th- this can't be. Surely this can't be taken away now. And I think like the amount of Welsh fans who have gone over just thinking, well, we might not get out the group, so let's go. Over <laughs> yeah, just so for let's the group. go first game. Who will have like stayed over and like will have spent more money than they had, and you know probably like 
jacked in jobs because yeah. we might never get this again. And I, I guess it's similar to like when clubs like Bure got like far in Europe or Fulham. Like, like these I've real... just got like images of like people frantically trying to work out the logistics of like going <laughs> managing the state. That, though, isn't it? Like oh well if you know if, if I put like the rest of the year's holiday in now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to stay. Like, but for for that moment, it would just be purely all worth it. And again, we we spoke about a lot that team spirit. That because like obviously Ramsey and Bale aside, it was just a team of decent, honest pros. Yeah, like, like solid so we, professionals. Yeah, we've mentioned Hal Robson, Carnu, and obviously Ashley Williams, Chris Gunter, Neil Taylor, Taylor, um, yeah, still playing, David Vaughan as well, who we're we're big fans <laughs> yeah, of, Vaughan, Southern yeah. fans. Andy King, who actually you just came yeah. off the back of winning the Premier League. Um, Absolutely Joe legend Allen, haven't even mentioned Joe Allen, who, you know, two fairs at Liverpool at the time. Jazz Richards, big fan of him because he's called Jazz, Jazz Richards. Um, David Edwards, forgot about him, who obviously Good, played yeah. for Wolves. Um, Owen von Williams, Joe Ledley, like Sam Vaughan. Oh, Joe Ledley and his beard and his, his celebration. Big beard, yeah, like, you've got to, it's, it, it's just, it is beautiful, that is that is why I love football. Again, not to get like too serious and mushy over it, but people yeah, love it because of like great. beautiful flown football or whatever, which is fine. But it's the stories like that that give it the beauty for uh, me. Just great. Like you can't beat stuff like that. Like, we've got a couple. We've got well. We've got one to talk about next week, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> not as not as um, not <laughs> as. It's funnier. It's, it's funny, but for different reasons. The other one, but like the the team spirit again of like. I know I've mentioned it a few times, but just to kind of nail down how England basically copied what Wales yeah. did two years later for the World Cup. That's how, you know, they looked at how the Welsh players were just kind of like playing FIFA with each other, yeah. messing around in the pool. And this is exactly what England did two years later under, uh, under Southgate. Well, that game, that Wales game, was like England in 2006 versus England in 2018. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Belgium being the... The, the one that everyone, you know, oh, you've really got to win this, but this is your chance, this is your moment. Everyone's in their prime, really. Yeah. Um, that was probably 2006 for England. Um, Beckham, yeah. Scott Beckham, Gerard well, we Lampard. Spoke about this on, on episode one. Go and yeah. listen, listen back to that. We, we touched on it, of course. And, uh, um, and yeah, and then you had like, the England of 2018 being Wales with, like, just young lads, really, a lot of them, and, yeah. like, just men. Loving it as well. Just and having it, a it great was, time. It was exactly what, what the Welsh players had here. And Belgium, actually, to be fair, they got the semi-finals of the World Cup and maybe would have done all right at the Euros, but <laughs> sorry, lads. Uh, sorry. There's a pandemic. Yeah. You're just going to have to live with all it's your club honours that you've won. Yeah, they'll be fine. But Wales, a lovely little little trip down memory lane for them. Um, if you've got any Welsh Welsh fans listening, especially if you went, please oh, get if you went, please get yeah, definitely. Got any stories of that? That that would be absolutely fantastic. Cause I bet there is stories of what I was saying about like people who like jacked in jobs and like slept, <laughs> in, slept on floors or in <laughs> vans and stuff like that. Like just traveling yeah. about like on the fly, traveling around France. Like oh, just that is that is pure from the terraces stuff. That yeah, please if you did go and if you're at that semi final in particular, please do get in touch and come on next week because. We'd love to hear from you. We absolutely would. Um, can't think of a better place to end on than that. Just another Strongly plug. agree. Strongly agree. Another plug, obviously, um, at from underscore terraces. 
um, on Twitter and our Twitter for the podcast is at Terraces Podcast. The Instagram is from underscore the underscore Terraces. You can find me on at Rory Fallow. Matthew is on at M underscore Keelan. And that discount code on fromtheterraces.co.uk is best ever 10. Matthew, anything to add? Um, no. No. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Come back next week and we'll have more write-offs, we'll have more best-evers and more silliness from the world of football. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.